The show's not quite over, so relax and have a second cup of the morning blend. Well, maybe you want to relax and have a second cup. Maybe you've given up caffeine, and today begins that Lenten sacrifice. Pat, I thought we'd spend a little time today just maybe, uh, you know, jumping off of what Patricia Mankey had to say yeah, about that was ways, really good advice. Yeah, ways that you can, you know, think outside the box from the, the typical, I'm going to give these things up. Now, we talked about previously, uh, uh, last year for Lent, I gave up sweetener and creamer in my coffee and by the time the the easter had rolled around i was just so kind of bitter about it. like i didn't really get the spiritual fulfillment that i'd hoped i didn't really embrace the sacrifice that i was creating i was just kind of like god i just don't like my coffee anymore it just was making me angry so i thought that's not the right Mm-mm goal that I want my sacrifice to be this year. So I kind of thought about it. Now, I do always join my dad and my brother. Uh, they abstain from alcohol through the 40 days. I joined them in that. I that's offered mine. that up. Is that yeah, you give that up? I, I decided that was uh, something I was going to do a, a, a sober Lent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think many people do that. It's a good thing to offer up, especially when you come across celebrations like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep that Which is on a observant. Sunday this year. So... Okay, yeah. I, I I am of the observance that if I'm going to give something up, I'm doing it from now all the way to Easter. I know uh-huh. that technically the days of Sunday, we just talked about it, those are days of feast. So those sacrifices offer up, but as an offering on, my, for Sundays. My confessor actually told me that fasting on a Sunday is a sin. Really? Yeah. Okay. Veni- it's a venial sin because you are, it is a feast day and you are, are not supposed to fast on feast days. Okay. So, I'll enjoy the meal. I'll just offer up the glass of wine. There you go. I think that that works, too. So here was my out of the box idea. And it's funny because I was thinking about this. And Patricia Mackey had said this about plopping on the couch and, and, and getting your phone or just turning on the TV. I, when I come home in the afternoon, I'll grab, a, you know, like a meal and then there is a spot. And even my kids this weekend, when we were together, they talked about, oh, mom's spot on the couch because it's, it's where I sit. I have the little coffee table next to me. I put my meal next to it is the remote and I'll turn on the TV. But what happens is I find that once I get into my spot, I, I kind of don't move too much the rest of the day. And so it's kind of become my, that comfort spot. So I've decided. Are there grooves? You probably would see exactly how <laughs> I sit and my feet fold up around to the side, right? Oh, okay. And then there's usually probably a little folded blanket or there next to me. So for Lent this year, I am giving up my comfort spot. Wow. That's my that's my goal this year to do. That's going to be because that's habit. That's a that's yeah. going to be a habit to yeah. break. Now, I not to say that I don't have lots of comfort spots. In fact, I'm going to move it into our front beautiful living room. We've got a very lovely space. No TV in there. We've got a, 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 a little speaker that'll play music. If it's cold enough, I might even find that there's a fire been started in the fireplace. That's my goal this year to as often as I can. Now, I'm not going to hold myself to like, oh, I'm never going to do it, but if I want to have a productive Lent, I'm getting out of my comfort spot and finding a place, you know, again, put my book right there and uh, really yeah, be available to have FaceTime with the people in the household. 
That sounds fantastic. I really admire you doing that because it doesn't sound like much, but then when you reflect upon it, it's a lot. It's a lot. To break that habit and to get out of that comfort zone and and just to even go into the other room. I like that. So in addition to giving up things, what are you going to take on? Because I like to do that. I like to take on things. Okay. And one of the things I'm going to take on, I did this probably about 10 years ago, and it was very powerful. I want to do it again. And that's every day of praying the rosary or the chaplet of Our Lady of Sorrows. Those are the seven oh, dolors of yes. Our Lady, the seven sorrows of Mary. And I'm doing that for the Grotto Centennial. And of course, they they had the big storm out there that took down all those trees and they're making great progress getting that cleaned up. But I, I told Chris Blanchard, Throughout Lent, I'm going to pray for the grotto every single day, and I'm going to pray the Our Lady of Sorrows Rosary or Chaplet, those seven seven sorrows. So it's actually seven Hail Marys seven times instead of the ten Hail Marys. Okay, uh, right. So it's not a decade. It's a, it's seven. Seven. Yeah. I can't. What's uh-huh. there's a word for not sept. I, yeah, there's something. Septed or something. Right. Okay, right. we'll keep so, that in so mind. It's forty. So you lose a Hail Mary in there. It's forty nine, not fifty. Okay. Yeah. So I, that's an excellent example. You you offer something up, you give it up in sacrifice, and in its place, you do something. Mm-hmm. So I think those are excellent, excellent options. Well, of course, I go online too. There are lists that you can find. And this is great because it gave you, a, a, if I believe it was the pillar, gives you some outside the box ideas of simple things, too, that you can do throughout Lent to help you in in giving and also in doing. So I thought some of these were were really actually interesting choices. I like them a lot. The first on the list, don't take the best parking spot when you are out at the grocery store or something. Take the farther spot. Sure. Leave the front spots for other people. you got legs that are strong. You can get out and walk. Maybe leave those front spots for people. Maybe they don't have the blue Packard, but could use a, a close-up spot. So they said, try doing that during Lent. And I'll offer something on top of that, Brenda. What's that? You could probably play pray a glory be in between where you park and where you, you know, that close spot. Yes. So, so add a little prayer in there. It, it seems like, you know, people, well, parking lot sharks will go around and around <laughs> yeah. trying to find the, the, the closest one they can. Or somebody, they'll see them, un, you know, putting their groceries in. So they'll sit there and just wait for oh, it. Yeah. You could park at the end of the parking lot, get out, say your prayer, walk to the front. And that person's still going to be waiting <laughs> for that front spot because they have to have it. We can walk. I think that's an excellent idea. Good idea. Here's another one that they say. Every morning, get up and make your bed. Oh, got to make your bed every morning. Do you that have for Lent. Accomplish something then. You have done, you know, regardless of what happens the rest of the day, you can say, I did do something today. I made my bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. And it starts the momentum for the day. It sets you up right. And yeah. it also says, too, about getting dressed. Before you leave your room in the morning. So you get up, you make your bed, and you get dressed. Uh, Saturday mornings, I'm I'm still in my pajamas. Sometimes it's (laughs) 11, 12 o'clock, and I'm I'm still walking around doing things. So get up, get dressed. You're right. It sets your mind into a mode of, I'm going to be doing something now. And if you add a morning offering to that, it makes it really powerful. Sure. Yeah. Uh, How about this one? I'm being forced into this one right now against my will. (laughs) Don't use the dishwasher. Whoa. 
hand wash your dishes this Lent, right? A, an act of service, an act of, uh, yeah, discomfort. So I, I grew up in a house uh, without a dishwasher. We did not have a dishwasher growing mm-hmm. up. I was the dishwasher. You were the dishwasher. Up, and I vowed <laughs> I would never, ever do that again. It's like, I, I, and my very first job was a dishwasher. So, yeah, I'm very averse. I'm not doing that. Okay. Not doing it unless I'm forced into it. You know, if you think about it, and I'm sure there's a statistic somewhere out there, uh, if you looked it up, the percentage of households that have an electric dishwasher it's probably such a small percentage of the entire world. Oh, sure. The vast majority of the world do yeah. not have automatic dishwashers. Uh, mine's broken right now, but the good deacon hopefully is fixing it for me, but <laughs> I'm doing them by hand right Penance. now. This one is interesting, and I'm not sure how we would be able to accomplish this. There was a time, I'm sure, but they say don't use credit cards. Spend only cash. Wow, that That'd be would a be hard a challenge. One. That would be that a challenge. That would be a real challenge. But you think about it. If you had to go to the bank to get the money to go make your purchase of whatever it was, how much money you would save because you really start to discern the difference between this is something I need to have versus something that, well... If I've got the cash, I'll go and get it. There, there are some stores though. You can't and pay in cash. Especially the airports, you cannot pay in cash. It's all credit. I think that eventually our society will probably be that way. Yeah, I think so too. That would be that, a hard. That's one. a real challenging one, but I could see. And then, and then you, of course, give the difference in your offering. There you go. Yeah. Some of the other ones too that they are just mentioning, which uh, can be difficult, but I think are important too. Giving up things like fast food. Giving up your favorite uh, television show and taking on something else. I can remember one of the hardest uh, Lenten sacrifices I made. I was probably about 10 years old. Me and my brother gave up the show Mork and Mindy. (laughs) All of Lent. Now, back then, you didn't have VCRs to record it. You would have to wait until summertime reruns to catch what you missed. (laughs) Boy, that that was the top show. Came on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. Let me tell you what. I still remember giving up Mork and Mindy for Lent. Nanu, nanu. Yeah, that's right. So hopefully, though, <laughs> these ideas will do what they're meant to do, to draw you into a closer relationship with our Lord, to observe in just a small way some of the sacrifices that Christ did in a big way on the cross. And then you can join your sacrifice to his this Lenten season. We hope you enjoyed today's second cup.